0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 41 of the Pursuit of Love podcast. My name is Steve Clayton. I'm here with my co-hosts Darcy J. Smythe and Matt Gall. This episode is going to be, I'm going to call it a monster. We've got the legend that is Nat Hodges back in round two. Um, and this man, if you've listened to episode one, you'll know that the, the, the sheer depth of that this man can go to whilst still being able to be articulate. It's a rare gift. This man (laughs) knows how to label things like no other man I've ever met. And I want to talk some juicy topics today. So uh, if you are into the podcast, if you're into the, the pursuit of love, which is talking to interesting people who are really pursuing the things that they love to do every day, this could be one where you need to go get your dog and you need to go for a two-hour walk because this is going to be
1: sick. <laughs> Nat,
0: how are you doing, bro?
1: Good, mate. How are you? Thanks for having me back.
0: Oh, I'm, I've been pumped. This, I've literally done nothing other than look forward to this today. I've done nothing. Well, well, so
1: It's going to be good. You're too, you're too sweet and too kind. <laughs> yeah, love you, bro.
2: But yeah, Dars is back <laughs> in, Matz. How are we doing, boys? Very well, man. Very pumped good. for this as well very pumped as well. After the first episode, I think we pretty much left the first episode at the point of, oh boy, we need to have an episode two. Like it was like the can of worms got opened and then we had to cut it short. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're peering back into that can as we speak.
0: And lots has changed since that chat. When when was that chat?
1: When was that exactly? Yeah. I can pull it up. I'm going to say three or four months ago. Yeah. Was it yeah, pre-craziness or was it- It was pre-craziness. Was, was. was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Radio. There you go. Okay. So, so what's the- news now?
2: What's been happening over the last three to four months since oh, everything went mate. crazy? We're looking at November last year.
1: Wow. Okay. What? Yeah. Right. That would have been post-sales game. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's when it was. Okay, okay. Since November last year. Right. Before um, the one that
2: you played though. Because that was February right. this year.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, what's changed, uh, mate? Honestly, not much. I'm doing a lot of the same thing. A um, bunch of different people. Uh, my platform's up and running now, which is really cool to see. It's doing its thing. Um, that's about it. Man, just having really, really good discussions with people and watching some really new things emerge out of the chaos. Mm. So, what you yeah, being, my days what are, are my days seen? are super stimulating um a new type of kind of person uh will be the next sort of phase of leader in my eyes anyway Hmm. yeah so yeah i'm just this a new type of almost almost like a prototype personality has been has been really sort of successful through these last few months and they've got really common themes so yeah that's what i've been saying what about you guys
0: no, bro. Go on. Like you
2: can't
0: can uh, just, right, you can right, just right. drop it like that and be like, yeah. Right. Anyway, bro. So what have you been? Doing? Oh, I've just been drinking cups of tea and.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just like, right, a couple of rounds of golf. But anyway, you were saying something yeah. about leadership.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Prototype. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what are these warehouse, themes you've in
1: China stock markets? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what have you been?
0: What Because thi- I've got yeah. I've got a couple of I've got a couple of juicy topics. I've got two in uh-huh. mind that I've been uh-huh. thinking about. For a long time now. By a long time, I mean like maybe a couple of months Um, because I've been getting into the habit of just walking every afternoon. I don't trust
1: a man who can't go for a walk. So Yeah, I walk for an hour every... There it is. <laughs> Put that on my LinkedIn profile. Yeah. There, are, there, are <laughs> two the people, there are two horse. types
2: of people. There are two types of people you should not trust in this world. One, people who can't go for a walk. Uh-huh. And two, people who don't like Seinfeld.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. That <laughs> second
2: one's a bit off, bro. That's pretty Oh, uh, yeah, but I've never trusted you, bro. So that's,
1: um... <laughs> but I'll learn
2: how, how to walk, though. Um, yeah.
0: It's the best. Something I go for about, yeah, it's about an hour walk. It's really, yeah. really hilly where I live beautiful sunsets like on a clear day you can see like hundreds of kilometers it's beautiful but just thinking just thinking time right and so there's been a couple of topics that i think we're all sensing uh that i want to go into and maybe it links back to your prototyping and the people that have done really well through this time yep albeit maybe a little bit different definition of well you know (laughs) maybe maybe you know bc before covid it was like earning heaps of bank, <laughs> but, maybe, but maybe well now is like spending time with your family, growing something and going for a walk. That's my well.
1: Yeah. Anyway, nice. but I've been
0: sensing these couple of things, but I haven't heard anyone talk about it, but uh-huh. I think we're all sensing it. It's either that or I've just lost my mind. So anyway. Either one will yeah. be fun. So, So <laughs> the first one is the concept of this crazy time compression. Like Uh time, time has distorted in ways we've never, I've never really experienced. It's almost like going back to when you're a seven year old kid and you know how sometimes the six week, seven week holidays of, you know, Christmas school holidays seem to turn into like weird three month bits for certain weeks and then nothing at other Mm -hmm. times. You know what I mean? This weird Mm -hmm. bending of time. Um, That's one thing I think we've all sensed, like IE. November last year, we chatted and literally if I had to write an exam, be like, when did we chat? I'd be like, maybe like three or four yeah, months three, ago three or something, ago. Yeah. a couple of weeks <laughs> ago. I don't, don't yeah. know. That's crazy. Anyway, that's one. And then the second thing is it's appeared that this mess, whatever, whatever we're in, this experience we're all in together has made people more of themselves i.e. Uh-huh. there's been certain people that have flourished and have been creative and really like tapped into other places and that was always kind of there in them but it seemed to really draw that out of them at a higher level or uh-huh. if other people have, you know, had a few little weak spots whether that's in their health or in their business or in their model or in their thinking or in their their way of the world, seeing the world, that's also been amplified, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So yeah, they're the two things I want to talk about, but I reckon prototyping these themes, maybe you can take that whole big mess and give us some good good stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, let's start with what your second thread, uh, Steve, of the um, seeing people flourish. Um, What we had, a good way to look at it, and you guys have heard me talk about this before, and it's because it's one of the kind of a core principle I like to follow. Is we a lot of people perceived this as a giant error, right? So a lot of people had a presumption like there's there's a real catastrophic error, something bad has happened, you know. And we've got to we've got to either adjust this or figure it out or solve the problem. You know, we've got this crazy economic stuff going on, and people are really fearful. And there's been an error. Surely this can only this kind of um, this kind of climate that we're all feeling has got to be from some sort of catastrophic error. I'm not so convinced. I'm not so convinced mm. it was an error. Um, so if we look at this from a psychological point of view, if there's an error in your perception, um, then you'll keep being stung by it. Mm. And it, it and it will um, simply be like an, an anomaly. They'll, they'll, you'll feel anomalies happen and you'll be like, oh, that's why isn't that working? Or why am I not getting along with that person? So from a psychological point of view, um If you've got ambivalence and error, uh, then you're just you're on the verge of a shift anyway, because like, you can't keep running into error continuously. So you know that old mm. like you know that old um what's that saying? Um, doing the same thing over and over. What's that one? Yeah,
0: definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Or whatever. I think yep. that's
1: silly. I actually think that's stupid. Doing doing the same thing over and over is the, defin- is the definition of human nature.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Um. So it's not, it, it, uh, not at all. So this kind of um, error that we felt in, in, you know,
2: whatever context. Would well, you ge- suggest context. though, Nat, like that, that concept though is that uh, doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result is insanity. Do you think mm-hmm. humans do that? Do you think hum- it's natural for humans to do the th- we need, thing we, over and over again yeah, we need and over and expect a different again. result? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: We, we need to do that to collapse.
2: Got it. Uh, yeah. So, so you otherwise, ne- you like, need to move into insanity in order to grow.
1: Totally. Yeah, real growth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I think what, what you, to pull on your kind of thread, Steve, was that people were feeling an error. And if you've heard me say it before, but error is indistinguishable from progress. Mm. And so some people had this giant boot of progress um, and other people kind of clung on to doing the same thing. No, I'm just going to try and do the same thing through this. It's like everyone experienced a global Piagetian stage transfer. It's when your perception just gets so rocked and rattled that if you allow it to happen, what comes in is is the new, is a really an updated perception that doesn't have that error anymore. That accounts for those anomalies. That accounts for those dangers. Um, and it's a you get more depth. Hmm. So. Yeah, and some, some people were on the verge of it anyway and I think that's just where they'd flourish and I think other people tried to cling on to some kind of quote-unquote normality, which simply just means I'm going to try and cling on to consistency because I don't know how to handle change, mm. um, which well, is... Well said. Yeah. Yeah, can so you, that's where you, I think... Can
2: you speak to speak to that a bit, Matt, you mentioned moving into insanity? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, can you, like, go a little bit deeper on that? Because like, I felt like that was a bit breezed over, but that... That, that one sentence alone has, I mean, we've yep. spoken about that in depth uh, quite a bit recently, Nat, but for a lot of people, if yep. they just heard that, they'd be like, well, what was that depth in insanity growth? How does that yep. sort of all come cool. together? Um,
1: if you, well, there's two, two elements of control here. If you, if you want to, and I'll start, actually, I'll start again. I'll go a little bit further than that. I might need to build a bit of a story here, but some people listening to this, you'll be in a stage of life where you need to actually take more responsibility, take more control. So caveat, my, what I'm saying here is that for some people, you're still in identity building stage where you'll need to figure out your schedules, figure out your timelines, um, train your dis- train your disagreeableness, you know, tr- train, your, train to downregulate your neuroticism, train your discipline by building something solid. Mm. Everyone, everyone needs to build something solid that they can rely on. But if you keep going further than that, that not only stops working but it becomes unhealthy. So essentially, you, you we build an entire self-structure to eventually just let it go. <laughs> and in the letting go-ness um, is where you can let chaos order you instead of you trying to order chaos. And what's
0: the benefit to that?
1: Growth, really simply. Mm. Um, that's why I think, Stephen, probably what you've noticed is if some person, if, if people were in a, an identity-building early stages of their development this is a giant you know disruption and giant catastrophe because mm. i you know i was doing so well i had so much progress i was you know mm. and then for other for someone else who needed a good snow globe moment you know where they just get shaken up like a snow globe it would have been perfect
2: hmm. which we did see a big spectrum of massively of, of, yeah, yeah
1: yeah massively and and even you know it's just, again, What I back to my kind of opening statement was that the people who really let go and uh, let something else order them for a while, um, they got amazing, amazing results.
2: Mm. Do you have like examples? <laughs> One of the main ones I think of is like, I was listening to a Joe Rogan uh, podcast the other day and they were talking about the power of uh, a mental breakdown mm-hmm. yep. and how it can actually be something that you upon building back up from turned Mm -hmm. out to be one of the best things that happens to people. But in the modern world that we live in, you see someone mentally breaking down. It's like they're broken. They're they're wrecked. They're going to end up Um, in a loony bin. They're they're done forever. And it becomes untrustworthy and unstable. Yeah. Uh, But Joe Rogan's a big supporter of realizing that when things like that happen, um, it really, it's an ultimate ego stripper. It's like you, you thought you were so perfect, but really you're so incredibly fragile. It was time for you to learn that
1: oh my god they're so fragile yeah they're so so, so the,
2: fragile yes and the perfect example or well, they used a picture of like remember when britney spears shaved her head and went crazy and everyone yeah. was like yeah she here." britney spears has completely lost her mind it's like no she hasn't she's gaining yeah. it back because she, for her entire life she was told oh, she man. had to be this particular person and all yeah. of a sudden the software in her mind just couldn't take it any longer
1: yeah, is that be. sort
2: of the, the the example? Just to sort of paint a picture in our minds, is that the sort of example we're looking yeah. at here, or is that a uh-huh. normal sort of growth trend? Or, well, I think why this
1: this conversation is so challenging for people is you, we don't really realize that we're crossing into two different, or sometimes even three different world spaces. And by a world space, I mean an experience that you can have that has distinguishable reference. That when you talk about it with someone else, they have the same reference. Um, mm. Reference R E N T S, not reference. Um, so what you know does we're crossing over crossing over context accidentally so we're actually making a language mistake and people don't really realize it Um, Mm. and the the language mistake is that you know someone's having an interpersonal experience a a personal experience to them which, which is in the first person world space it's me or I I'm having this experience but then as soon as you bring someone else in to judge them or critique them against a norm they're having a second person uh conversation or relation so we we jump from a first person experience to a second person relation um about and the moment the moment you have a second person there it invites a a moral conversation what's the wrong or right thing to do here how do we help this person or aid this person it's like get out of their world space get out of it Mm. they're having a first person experience they know how to do this otherwise they wouldn't put put themselves there Mm. so we're, we, we break language rules accident and then you know then then we go oh yeah but from based on a societal norm they're sick or they're broken well that's a third person world space of out there and so you've got these like you know these these world spaces that are being blended and that's why people are completely chaotic they don't really know who they are or what they are and the um mm. the trying
2: to get it right is just almost impossible Oh, it is impossible. I wouldn't even believe even almost. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't right. exist. Uh-huh. Um. So you, you touched on something there that I think a lot of listeners would like perk their ears up to or be like, hang on, there's a challenge there. I, I get, I have my sort of perspective. I don't think yeah. everyone else does, but um, you mentioned they wouldn't be there if they didn't put themselves there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. now this is when I know a lot of people would have said you're telling me I put myself into this depression or I put myself into this schizophrenia I put myself is that what you're saying now yeah Yeah. is 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 that what you're saying like how does that sort of work it's
1: a a really really good pickup my definition of self probably needs to be explained so my definition of self is all of you in past present and what will be is what I call self so okay in that in that realm You put yourself there from a relative self relative self now you're probably clinging and grasping and dying and crawling and wanting it to be all over but yeah that's what i the relative self
2: gotcha yeah good clear up (laughs) yeah yeah, really yeah good (laughs) pickup really important clear up there i think (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
1: because that that would then that would be the solution for everything well you put yourself there so figure it out bye-bye yeah 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 so yeah (laughs) yeah, what what that second person does if when you you know I think at my role is what I do is just to help people um, have a better first person experience, not a teacher student second person experience.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Okay. How, and that how seems would you to be the environment. Oh, I'll go ahead, Steve.
0: That seems to be the environment what this, in what, what the experience has been for people, though, is mm-hmm. one of heightened, well, hopefully, it seems to be the people that have done well out of this have had heightened self-awareness they've Mm. like and it's been man like for me like to put it more simply it was just like man my priorities were so out of whack like (laughs) and how did i think that that was normal like why why, like that's it's almost like it was a really stark mirror well that's how i i i viewed it it's like okay we're going to strip everything back and all you're going to be left with is naked you're just going to be naked in front of it and Beautiful. you just have to look at it, you just have yeah. to look at it, what it is. Drink it in. Um, yeah. And the people that have been okay with that process seem to be the ones flourishing. Yeah, you got it. But you still got those sure. people that are just clinging and I don't know, it's not, yeah. it's not like they've even seen it. Is, is that that whole prototype leader thing that you're totally talking about? Totally, yeah.
1: It's invited an artful way of life, not a scientific way of life. Mm-hmm. So um, again, that, that the art of living. Yeah, it's really invited. It's got an opportunity to bring that back into into the into the play into play, I suppose. Because um, what I was saying before about that kind of first person experience, which is just you, second ex- second person experience, which is thinking, you know, in relationship to something, and mm-hmm. then third person experience. I have me, I have a relationship, and then there's a world of objects or things out there. They're basically your three basic world spaces, um, and it, it really invited the artful way of life, and the artful way of life is a first-person experience. That's what art is. Um, Art is first-person. It's an experience. It's not Mm. scientific. right? It's not a relationship. It's an experience. So it invited people right back into their core experience, and a lot of people saw their core experience as quite fragile and broken, which is perfect because then anything you build from that is going to be fragile and imperfect, but you think it's solid and great. Mm. Have you noticed that people are
0: with that, I don't know if you just. Disc- I, I like that. I get that the whole artful thing, but there's also this other tangent that we're. What I'm seeing is like there's a heightened sense of community, there's mm-hmm. a heightened sense of neighbourhood, there's a heightened yeah. sense of small. There's a, and it's actually genuine. You know, mm-hmm. so totally, man.
1: That? I was driving. I was driving What's around that? here, and like people were leaning over fences, and it was like a street party. Like I remember playing like street cricket when I was younger, and that was fun. <laughs> Neighbours actually spoke to each other. Yeah. Um, the the dog park down here is just nuts. Like it's nuts now, and just dogs and people everywhere. and It's great. I think it's yeah. great.
0: Yeah, like so. How does that come into the first, second, third self? Because I'm I'm yeah. loving it. Like I'm walking. Like I said, walk every afternoon. You you find your little community of. 5 yep. p.m. walkers and you're like, G'day. you yeah. really smile and you talk and <laughs> totally you get to know that dog.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah you,
0: you get to you get to know their dog's name after a while. You're just like, yeah. well, this is pretty good, man. Like, yeah, you know, but how does that come together as well? So Yeah, so Is that integrated or is that a separate thing altogether? No,
1: that completely that was what we actually call the fourth, the fourth space in that, Steve, which is the Sabucha's society. So if you have the self or I, then you have the second person or two people having a relationship, which is essentially thinking because you're multiple people, but we'll get there if you want to go there. Um, the third third world space or third person being there's a world out there of objects and then fourth person is there's a intersubjective story. Right? And the intersubjective mm. story is where a bunch of people in that world space sharing a, you know a, the Australian story, sharing the mental story. Um, Mm. so and you might share the what suburb you're in story that you share that Mm. together yeah so you share Mm. an intersubjective story which is kind of an intangible world space but a very important one as you can see when what happens in the world now when um, intersubjective stories get really intense and they want to battle Mm. another intersubjective story
0: well it almost transcends being like it almost goes spiritual in that fourth space like Mm-hmm. There's opposing forces, like it's, totally. it's it's almost it goes beyond people then they they transform into yeah. a force they transform yep. into a spirit mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. and so it's weird, like I think we're getting conscious of that. You can have a you can have like a healthy society, you can have a healthy kind of spirit that you know totally. creates good and and it multiplies itself in a good way. then you see these other things and they come into force and attack other things. It's like, it's weird. It's like this storm that's happening where Mm -hmm. everyone's like, bro, you thought you had, you thought you had life figured out. You have no (laughs) bloody idea. Like, exactly, exactly. Everyone's got a humility trip. Like everyone's literally saying, bro, I don't even know where we're going to be in three months time. And everyone's like, not trying to be a hero. They're just like, yeah, we don't, we're little humans that don't know much, but we have incredible power uh, mm-hmm. for, for good and not so good like it's just weird mm-hmm. man it's so weird
1: mhm
2: yeah you bang on yeah you bang on it's um what do you what do you make of the human experience in that respect Nat, in that we are we seem to be this this extraordinary creature that tries to make order out of chaos when nature just simply does not do that in any way and it seems like we're yeah. the only species that we know of well, in the universe, but I'll say on planet Earth, uh, that has ever existed that has aimed to make straight lines out of a, of out of a wacky universe. You know, we've had this conversation before. But yeah, what do yeah. what do you what do you think humans are? Uh, is, is that is that a representation of a species that has evolved so far that it's bad for them, or that we're actually so much stupider than we think because we uh, cannot yeah, meld yeah. with nature in the way that it actually works?
1: Yeah, I think it's a. De- I think it's on the devolution side, not the rapid evolution side
2: go on well
1: okay so i, was, I this a story a friend told me um she she she's a client and she uh she's brilliant she's 37 she's uh the marketing manager for one of the biggest skincare companies in australia um she's been groomed for the ceo she's she's a weapon um but she she had a really really tough time um with a lot of things that she was doing because she just she had expectations that were just not being met in people she was hanging out with, relationships. And when I mean expectations, I mean she had such a deep care for people. Like I mean the deep, deep, deep care that was, could almost never be reciprocated because of how deep she would care. And I'm talking not, not care as in um, attached care. I mean like a genuine care for living things.
2: And it was kind of... What a weirdo, am I right? What, what a, yeah, 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 yeah. What an yeah. incredible, beautiful, weird person. Uh-huh. She, yeah. she said
1: one day, she has this story, probably I'll never forget it. Um, she was sitting there one day and she was, she was quite hungover and most likely coming down. Um, but she was sitting there and kind of gather, gathering herself back together. And she looked out at these palm trees and the palm trees are having a conversation. Uh, whether they were having a verbal conversation or not, but she interpreted the relationship as a conversation. And the palm trees were, you know, there was a lot of different people underneath the palm trees on bikes and pushing prams and stuff like that. And the the palm trees is like, look at these guys. Like, they have no idea. (laughs) Look look at these humans. You know, we we used to have a relationship with these guys and they've just, you know, totally forgotten how to be. They've totally forgotten. And, you know, my client was sitting there like, God damn, is this real? Like, am I, up? what's happening here? Um, but it was significant for her. It never, it never really left her. The fact that these, these, these trees were, were relating to each other in a really, in a highly, highly evolved way. Um, and they're just kind of upset that these humans had forgotten how to be that way. And they devolved um, back into, yeah, back into a different way of being, back into essentially five senses. Not anything extra sensory.
2: Mm. And you, so, and you sense through the work you do that this has become apparent. Like this is, this is something you see in people. Yeah, I'll be massively. But I have, I have a kind of like a, a
1: secret, um, hidden, shameful relationship with trees for a very, very long time. Like I just hang out and talk to them for for when I was younger. Um, mm. And and even. Now and there's a couple of woods around here that you can go and sit, and you can really start to um, understand a different type of intelligence. It's it's really present. It's like it's right there all the time. Mm. Um, mm. If you want to if you want to take a take a look, I suppose, but you've got to get through a lot of conditioning before you can kind of get access to that. For whatever reason, I you know just was open to that early. Mm. But to answer your question, Darcy, in a in a not so crazy way is I don't think it's a question of. Um you, you know what wh- how are we different or when where do we go wrong? I think it's different mediums of the same thing it's just different mediums of the same different presentations and mediums of the same thing
2: um but and that same thing is uh, that's a big question <laughs> um, well, think about is that this. a God is that like a God conversation yeah is it's a universal energy experience we're talking
1: yeah, about? kind of but but not. Um, because there's again good the controversial topic is there's more there's more in the world at play than just energy which again can be proven it's not a hippy dippy thing it's like you know you set you set paper on fire right and it changes it changes form um, the energy in the fire what's that what's a chemical energy I'm, I'm guessing mm-hmm. heat energy yeah. um, will transfer that paper into ash the mass of the paper is still there just in a different form there's more to energy at play than that because something has to organize the change so energy is just change but what but the question is what organizes the change and that organizer uh, is not energy and it can't be temporal it's trans-temporal it's trans-spatial mm-hmm. um, but it can't be it can't be energy because it's the thing that resists it or well, it organizes change so it's mm-hmm. almost it's got to be almost more like a, more like a field so you know, if uh, ice is a good example or um, icicles. Like, they, if you look, they have a beautiful form to them. Mm. It's, uh, snowflakes have a beautiful, beautiful form to them. Um, that's, and they're organized. It's an organized mm. form. Energy mm. will change that. But the question is what organizes the change? Mm. So, yeah, it's kind of in that, in that space, which is a little bit beyond just energy. It's kind of a first pass. It's kind of easy, easy way to look yes. at it.
2: Yeah, yep.
1: It's also to humans. Right? I, We've got yeah. to figure it out. Everything's just energy. It's like,
2: oh, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Man, before I came to this podcast, the hardest decision I had to make was whether I wanted a ham and cheese toasty for breakfast or porridge. And you know what? That's difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. That's great. Go
0: on, Steve. Well. It's, um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting discussion because you, you know, you're, you're kind of arguing Dust, that we've, I don't know what word you used, devolved, you know, that we haven't been able to figure out nature, but you could easily like, we've done a pretty good job of figuring out nature, at least to the point of utilizing it or not letting it kill us, you know, like that's that's the other thing that makes us incredibly unique as a, as a living thing on this planet is like, we've done some pretty incredible things with, with our creativity and intelligence and, you know, harnessing all of that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think it's too simplistic to then just push people back into, we're the same as just a, any yeah, old you animal. Can't, Steve. You can't right, like, you can't. We, you we're can't. so far beyond that. It's like, it's like trying to put a PhD student against a kindergarten. And, and get them to put a coherent sentence together. You know what I mean? Like it's so, it's, it's absurd to even try and put those two things together. So if you, but, you yeah. think
1: about it, Steve, on the, um, on the because it's not, we can't talk about this in, in kind of whole truth, it's always a, it's always only partial. Um, you know, you've got a person sitting there and they're just a kind of nature-dwelling tribal person. Um, their consciousness evolved for better or worse. For better or worse, it evolved. And it evolved through into, you know, a more religious point of view of the and mm. having a, a creator. And then further down the further down the, the line it evolved into the, the rational kind of worldview, which is mm. now we have and a rational worldview is still really complex, you know, it's still been able to hold a third person perspective on the world of a world of objects. The moment we reached a point where we realized there was a world of objects, we then had a giant world full of resources to use. So guess what? We made ourselves more comfortable. We made ourselves more hungry and fat and full. We made ourselves more transportation. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's not a question of if, if this and then that. It's a, it's a question of what did we sacrifice for our amazing growth? And mm-hmm. that's part, one of the things that kind of got left behind is, you know, um, we have an amazing, amazing, amazing world of uh, growth and development and technology but we have five dull senses that used to be incredible. You know what I mean? That used to be absolutely incredible. You can still see it in the world now. And it's, then it's, a, it's not a big, People broad need to go stroke. hunting more. But mate, and it doesn't take, yeah, it like it's not a broad brushstroke to realize that and go, hang on. Okay, so we've got this really incredible, incredible world of uh, form and technology, but why is it that we're so unhappy? Like a lot of people are so so unhappy. A lot of them are devoid of meaning. A lot of them have empty souls. You know, they don't feel a connection to anything. I
0: think it's because we've cut out ninety nine percent of the middle. We don't <laughs> yeah. we don't understand the process of things. It's just uh-huh. like I press a button, I get food. I want this thing to happen exactly. It's exactly. What I mean. Like uh-huh. we we we've we've completely removed the middle section which uh-huh. seems to be the most rewarding part. The, uh-huh. It's the process. It's the, it's the actual experience of the thing, you know, yeah. and that's why I made the point of like hunting. I know it's a controversial topic. I really want to get is you it, out hunting, hunting one day, hunting das. Well, Das doesn't like <laughs> it, but I want him to go hunting one. I want him to go go, go, go hunt well um, because, <laughs> because when you do, you fill in that 99% gap in the middle. Like, mm-hmm. and also you as a human, I don't know if you've done much hunting or anything. I've done next to none, none. but You feel like you tap into this like
1: uh-huh.
0: different person. Like you, like, you know, when you're talking about the senses being dull uh-huh. and that we've made them all dumb and stupid, uh-huh. like uh-huh. when you're just honing in on an animal and you understand that this is my target and uh-huh. I have to be quiet and I have to listen and I have to look and I need to, Battle with the morality of "I'm going to end this thing's life," you know, like totally. it's this totally. whole different experience. But mm-hmm. we just go, "No, nah, let's go to the restaurant and order a tea bar." Yeah. Like we yeah, don't even yeah, like, there. boom, <laughs> they <laughs> have it. Yeah. We don't care about that. So it's yeah. like it's almost like this romanticism's coming back in again. Of that, mm-hmm. let's look at all the middle. Let's look at mm-hmm. let's look at all the bits that kind of connect it all together.
1: Totally. That's yeah, and it kind of ties into what I've seen right at the start. You know, there's a that person that I'm talking about. That kind of prototype is a is a connector, not connected between people, but mm. a connector between seemingly opposing things that are starting to come together in a real way.
2: If we're missing yeah. the middle, which is impossible, what? Okay, so we used to we used to make the middle going for the hunt, and now we get the T-bone steak.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: We've pretty much cut out the, the, yeah, hypothetically. We've cut out the middle of that, but you can't, it's like chopping the middle of a magnet. You're always still going to end up with a left and a right. Two two magnets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always going to happen. So I would suggest that it's not that we've cut out the middle. It's just that getting the T-bone steak has become the middle that leads us now to something greater. My question would be, what is that greater outcome that we're looking for? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we used to just hunt food now we now hunting is sort of taken care of so now the bigger goal is now a larger target there's always Mm -hmm. going to be Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
2: yeah do
0: you think that points to like the self-actualization more of that spiritual journey do you are you suggesting we're pointing towards that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure
2: I'm really Because not if you sure. keep cutting out the know. middle
0: and then transcend, it sounds like what you're suggesting is like, okay, so we used to do that, but we found a far more efficient way, which means we could free up our being to do mm. more useful things. Like if yes. you argue it that way, well, that means are we on the path then to self-actualization, spiritual a spiritual quest? Because if it's cutting out the middle, what's actually important? What's actually important? Like is that where you're going
2: with if it? That's, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, that's where I'm going, but I'm actually not sure what the bigger goal is.
1: I think that's that's it's, I think whether we like it or not that's the only quest.
2: That's what mm. everyone's
1: doing in inadvertently. Okay, I'll solve my needs now to go on to my other needs. And if you just if you follow it all, all the way to the top, um, you'll reach a unity need. <laughs> like mm. it, and this is again part of uh I wouldn't say a lot of what I'm define, doing. Define define unity that. need? Um to stop being separate parts and be one whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got my job and I've got my kids and I do this thing and I do this for fun. Um, it'll all, yeah, end up being a, a a need of unification or wholeness. And how far
0: do you stretch
1: that wholeness? It, well, it's, it's, it can go, well, theoretically forever. Mm-hmm yeah it's just well, it's just when subject becomes object of the next oh when object becomes subject of the next higher, let me say it again. when object becomes subject of the next higher, I go there on the right way, does? Yeah, you do. That's right. Yep, sweet yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, if you follow that, that can theoretically go on forever But the example you, of you,
2: that is the example of that is you master words so you move on to sentences, you master sentences, so you move on to paragraphs, so you move on to paragraphs so you move on to yep. chapters. But, every, Books, but you can't have a stories. whole chapter without the words. That were four steps back ago. Being I love that's that. That's the that's gold. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what and we're that, inadvertently yeah. doing. A question for you. This uh, this just came to me. I really <laughs> hope that cat meow. <laughs> yeah. That. meow. <laughs> that kind of, yeah, yeah, That
0: was like a perfect changing gears. Like
2: <laughs> in the next segment. The cat's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so if we're moving towards unity, <laughs> there's the cat. Huh? And so if we're moving towards unity. What's mm-hmm. the thing we'd be moving away from then? Would you say death? Um, uh, division. Division. Okay, great. Great. So if we've got division at one end, say that's on uh, the left, unity is yep. on the right. Yeah. And that's like the east and west. What would be the north and south? Well, that, that would actually be the north and south. Okay. And then what would be the east and west?
1: Yeah. Okay. So um, like this, depth De- de- height and depth is significance. So the, the higher you can go, the deeper you can go, which have a really correlate meaning, by the way. Um, the higher you can go and the deeper you go will feel very, very significant and meaningful. So if someone has a deep experience or a high experience, it becomes meaningful, meaningful mm-hmm. to the individual. Mm. The, the, the left and right is kind of ubiquitous. So we're talking about things that are ubiquitous for a lot of people. And that is the more fundamental. So if it's ubiquitous, it's fundamental, uh, fundamental for humanity. But if and that it's, would
2: be in the West.
1: I think fund- fundamental. It would just be for everything. Um, if it's ubiquitous across every person. So if we've got height, if we've got height and depth, it's uh, sorry. We've got that that axis uh, would be significance to the individual, and the other axis would be. The more fundamental it would be for individuals.
2: I think I'm getting it.
1: So you've just got two axes um, of if it's significant or is it fundamental?
2: Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. the axis. Yeah. Ah, gotcha, 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 gotcha.
1: So what are
0: the, what are what are the two ends of the fundamental
1: plane? Uh, fundamental would be uh, ubiquitous. So, how wide does it go, not deep? So, just think width and depth as mm. basic, okay. basic um, mm. categorizations. The wider it goes in people, the more people mm. it touch and the more people it resonates with, it's quite uh, fundamental. The more fundamental it is. fundamental it is. Yes. The more deep it is for the individual, the more significant it is for the individual. Uh,
2: ah, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> very, good. <laughs> very good getting it Getting but it. If, so but if that's you
0: yeah. uh, I was going to say
2: with this stuff right so this is astoundingly interesting and we could talk here with like pipes in our hands and mouths for yeah. ages with a glass of red wine and we could, we could go hell yeah. for leather how do you find teaching this to people um, people make this actually even practical for themselves like what's uh-huh. people could hear that and go yes I get that and then next thing they go back to eating lunch, having a cheese and Vegemite sandwich and, yeah, yeah. you know, like they're back to normal everyday sort of stuff. Do yeah. you find just planting seeds in people's minds about this stuff almost does its own job for them as they move forward? Or yeah. is it a more conscious thing people need to deploy, knowing that most un- most change is unconscious, so even putting it into the conscious mind is <laughs> kind of a waste of time?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: how does that all sort of totally. sit with you Again, there
1: is... Uh... Again, I think this is, again, the next kind of stage of coaching and consulting will be aligning the aligning the aligning either the therapeutic interventions or the performance interventions that fit the level that the human being is at.
2: So He's talking about the sales game. <laughs> don't yeah. get me started
1: on that. Don't <laughs> get me started on the sales game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but pretty, pretty much. So to answer the question, it would be, um, I think I'm very lucky in the fact that a lot of the clients I'm working with don't need to be told what to do. Um, They've they've already established Mm. an identity. They've already established their way of, you know, them, who they are is clear. Um, The next stage is for them in their growth is going into a really self-organized, self-evident stage. So when people that I'm working with, when they stumble into this kind of stuff um, and we work on developing their first person experience, practicality is self-evident or immediate. So the mm. practicality is it's either in them already or, and this is again purely by taking people f- into a bigger context of them, the self. Uh, again, an- another kind of miss, I think misstep is thinking that all we've got really in that stage is unfolding awareness. And if you unfold more awareness, more things in the world tend to show themselves. Now, mm. Those things in the water already there. You haven't manifested anything. You haven't created something with your thoughts. Yeah, good. You're the tra- if you're a traveller walking along the road. <laughs> I love you, that, and you, bro. And yeah, and you turn. That needs a corner, to be
0: said so much more. Can you say yeah. that a
1: whole lot more, please? <laughs> okay, I will. I will just for you. Just for you, yeah. Thanks, bro. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Yeah. So the, uh, simply it's in so doing damn that-
0: good though. Like what, we need <laughs> yeah. to say that more.
2: It's true. You like manifest anything. You didn't manifest it. Yes.
0: <laughs> it was already there, and you yeah. just found it.
2: Yeah, 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 that's it. Stop it, stop it with the manifestation. You didn't do it. Yeah, Can yeah. we just finally all agree that isn't a thing?
1: And it's not a thing mm. on every level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of dangerous. It's uh, super dangerous.
2: Okay, anyway, anyway, I think I've settled yeah, down. Good. I think yeah, I, good. I've enjoyed it. Mate, I saw meow. one of the
1: best... <laughs> You, I got to send you guys. I got to send you guys. There's this unreal video. It's an it's old school, old school psychology office, and he's sitting there in this old guy in this kind of like tattered suit, and he's um. It's got on the door five dollars per appointment. I can solve your problem in five in five seconds, and if I can't, then you don't pay me the five dollars. And this like, what? Wo- this woman walks in and she's all like nervous and scared. She's got a five dollar note and she like slides it across the table, and he goes, "So you know, tell me, tell me your problems." And she's like. Oh look, I'm really just having a hard time with with my boyfriend. You know, he he doesn't want to be together anymore, and uh, and I just can't stop. You know, me, I can't stop contacting him. I don't know what to do. And he's like, mm, yeah, this is a hard problem. <laughs> and he turns around and he's like, well, she goes, well, what do I do? And he puts his hand on the desk and he goes like this. You ready? Stop it! Just stop <laughs> doing it! <laughs> just stop it! <laughs> And she's like you know, rats and he's getting louder and louder and louder. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just stop it. <laughs> just stop. Just yeah, stop. Just stop. don't do it
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. It's so good. It's gold. It's kind of like that. That meant just, just stop manifesting. Just don't do it.
2: What is your perception on that sort of world? I mean, um, like when, sorry, I, I cut you off. I went, I went to put words in. Your no, mouth. No. I Go ahead. Um, what like the uh, the kind of um that kind the of concept of it, the idea of it, what do you what do you think is so attractive by it and what disproves it in your mind or not I don't know if disproves each yeah. word, which is why I didn't want to put words in your mouth
1: yeah uh, so it is' partially correct and that's the scary thing but it's not partially correct in the way we want it to be correct um, here's here's how it's partially correct if if I Truly believe that my uh, little ego is powerful enough to bring things to me like a magnet. Uh, what people are sensing is not the truth that they are believing. So let me get into it. Um, there is a real experience where you can think of something and you see it more.
2: It's a real experience, but that's just a, that's just a physical brain thing.
1: Yeah, so from a rational point of view, it's just a, you know, the law of salience. Whatever is meaningful to you, you will see. <laughs> right? Mm, so there's that mm, mm. from a from a rational point of view, the partial truth is the law of salience says that if something is meaningful to me, I will see it. That's one way. That, and there's but there's a cheekier way before that, and this is a more this is a more scary way, I suppose, is that someone who falls head over heels into this kind of um, that, that world, that very magic world. Um, and you'll notice a lot of people that are into that are into fantasy and into magic and into um, all that kind of world. that it just comes with the territory. What's happening is um, – Cosplay. <laughs> totally, are, dude, totally. at those
0: conventions.
1: Uh-huh? Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, what you've got is the complexity of that human being has not separated subject and object yet. They're still bound. They're still bound. So think about um, a tribal person like a voodoo doll. Um, they're going to stab the voodoo doll and totally believe that they're injuring someone else because it's all subjective. All of it is a subject in that person's conception. The Their internal and their external world have not differentiated yet. So they're in a deep exchange with their environment. They Them and their environment feel like one thing. So if I'm, if I'm hurting the tree, I'm hurting me. If I'm hurting the doll, I'm hurting them. So they don't know there's actually division between subject and object. Everything feels subjective. Now that mm-hmm. level of being is still we have to still pass through that as we mm-hmm. grow up. But now it's like five years old. You know, that's what they can see you can see a five year old doing that.
2: Yes. Um, yes.
1: You, can Realizing get that bl-
2: you and me are not the same thing
1: yeah totally yeah, or you can get a yeah. you can get a glass of water a short fat glass of water and pour it in a tall glass and it looks like more water and they go oh my god it's so magic yeah it's because they mm. can't differentiate so what's what what's di- what's disheartening i suppose is when adult when an adult person is at has not grown past that is they still believe that their thoughts are creating objects to change? When really they're changing the subject in their head, and because their external world is not deeply differentiated, it looks like to them their external world is truly changing. Mm. Yeah.
0: So. So the so amazing. the key so the key here is to see both as separate.
1: Well, well yeah. I mean, the, the key is to really and. To, to when when you're growing, we don't really truly know the growth process. Like let me put that out there. We don't really know what's happening or how to. But we can kind of get a slight handle on it. Um, they are what's called in, in they're pre-rational people that are in that world. Very a lot of them are pre-pre-rational, so they can't really comprehend yet um, the world of rationality or reason. So jolting them with their mistakes is a really, really awesome growth catalyst for them. Mm. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And here's why. You're wrong. And here's why. And it shakes them to their core until they actually start to see parts of the rational world. And they go, oh, right, I didn't create more money. I was just thinking it. And I, to- I believed it so much that I saw more money in my bank account. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Got and it. So you-
2: Fascinating.
1: Yeah, the way to actually grow someone at that stage is like it's really rugged, but you just got to meet them with error over and over and over again.
2: And it helps. The scary them. thing, that though, is that it sells. Is that what's that? The scary yeah. thing, though, is how well it sells.
1: Yeah, because 70% of the population in the world is still pre rational. Mm. You got a giant, giant market of people out there clamoring for help in any which way it comes. And yes. that, doesn't com- that doesn't come with the tagline of effort and responsibility and, you know, mm. uh, mechanics. It comes with
2: ease. <laughs> yes, mm. quick and easy. Got it. And that's because they're, <laughs> totally. the they're failing to the object. Totally. They're failing to
0: see the more objective parts of it. Mm-hmm. Which yes, is, totally,
1: Steve. You got it, you're right. You know, actually
0: growing takes systematical approaches to things that are objective. You know what I mean? Like I just had right. to disappear for a bit because my <laughs> bladder was full. That's Could right. I manifest yeah. my bladder to empty, right? <laughs> I actually had to do something. <laughs> hey, that's, that's right. That's <laughs> the yep. bit that most people don't get. It's just well, like, like here's you here's to where it's work it. You've got to do something as well.
1: It's so scary and dangerous because I was with a, um, I was at an event in Sydney and I was staying with, with a woman and we were leaving the events quite late at night it was a, developed, a classical development event, and she was walking, and she was doing this action with her arm, like she was throwing like a net out in front of her. And she was she was saying, she was literally saying, um, "I'm walking into my net of safety. I'm walking into my net of safety." Now she truly believed that this was going to stop violent people. Like that's just so terrifying. To mm. it, it, it's yeah, it's just no good, you know. <laughs> mm. It's just no good.
2: Yeah, it's the the violent people exist. Whether you're gonna throw that net of safety out yeah, or not, that exactly which goes yep.
0: which goes back full circle to your first bit when you're talking about leadership. Like that's uh-huh. that's the practical answer to this is like giving people the ability to lead well. I think that seems to be mm-hmm. the major gap, and that's been massively exposed. Like if we just take it to a non, non deep deep level right now, like yeah. The biggest thing that I think has shown up is like, are you a good leader or are you a shit leader? Like it's gonna pop up real quick in this environment, in organisations, yeah. in families, in neighbourhoods, in countries. Like, yeah, they're, they're, like that. There needs to be real change there, you know. So how do we go about yeah. that? That seems to be the common problem, but nobody seems to be putting out real good answers to.
1: You could, man, make you gotta have the balls you gotta have the guts to turn around let's just say to that person go hey you're being an idiot and mm. stop it <laughs> like you know mm. you've got to there is a yeah exactly so the five I, so
0: I, the five the
1: five dollar. we need to get more of those five dollar <laughs> men out yeah there. just yeah. stop it yeah
0: just you come in we'll, we'll fix your problems
1: stop it but there's i think there's a real re, there's a real reluctance to plain simple boring um I think there's a real reluctance to that kind of way of life, but mm. but that plain, simple, effective um, call to arms kind of thing is God. It's just so there's so much there. There's so 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 much there, but everyone wants everyone's fancy or technical or um, you know whatever it is uh, um, status driven things. When mm. God damn, like if you get if you get your head around some good stuff And keep it simple you're halfway home
0: mm.
2: it's good advice
1: the simple hey, Nat, things
2: bit of a huh? um, f- bit of a funny question for you here um, I remember having a conversation with you one day and I I I, I, we were, I don't know when it would have gone deep just would have been the case um, yeah. I think it was the day you were around at my house in uh, in Budrum uh, you know maybe yep. a few months yep. back and it was it was refreshing or relieving almost, I would not say relieving, actually more refreshing to hear what you suck at. Because yeah, I remember I you are like, so. oh yeah, yeah, you're like, you're like, oh yeah, I get all this stuff. Like I can see the depths of the world and all of like, that comes naturally. Um, but I can't do my taxes. Or like, I can't remember yeah, yeah, what it totally. was. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you finding on your journey in business uh-huh. has become like almost humorously difficult for you when this oh, stuff is, comes so easy to you?
1: Yeah, where do you want me to start? I can't spell. Like, <laughs> man, writing emails and stuff takes so long because it takes me so, like, it's painful. Like, what it's so much. So that, um, so yeah, all the financial side is super challenging. So yeah. so challenging. Uh, look, to you, be honest, are you a good delegator? Are you a good outsourcer? Uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I really don't have a problem mm. with that. Yep. I tell you what I really kind of I really what I really really struggle with is like I know this is what I do this is what I do for for my work but man I'm fucking suck at people like mm. there's the people I engage with are here open present if it's not that I'm I'm like well you know what are we doing here it's just mm. I find that really really challenging I'm not tolerant I'm not a tolerant person as much as I'd like to pretend to be. I suck yeah. at being tolerant, um, and I put holes in my tongue because I just want to fucking bite at people because uh, <laughs> they're they're idiots. <laughs> Look, just the yeah, it's and I'm so bad at being tolerant of that.
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Do, do you find that something you just come to accept within yourself, or is it something that you're working on, or like how does no, that sort f- of?
1: can I do give a shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah. Sorry, stupid question. I'll shut no. myself out. I mean, I, I...
1: <laughs> no, I think I think it's um one of those because I've just I'm so aware of it that you like you know what like it doesn't matter the, the what what return am I going to get on this? I'd, mm. rather I'd rather be not tolerant. This, I'd rather be not tolerant. Say something stupid, have a laugh, and like forgive myself, then bite my tongue and try and be this all pure, pure person. Like, I'm the most unpure person ever, ever. Mm. Um, I'm not, it's <laughs> just not, I'm just not into that. I think because everything, everything can have its place. Everything can have its place.
0: Yeah. Why do, why do you think people are afraid of that though? Because, like, everyone hearing that, surely there's part of them that goes, yes. Another person that's happy to, and, and and I say this, you're doing it resourcefully because I think there's an unresourceful way of taking this uh-huh. approach, which is oh, I'm just who I am, I am who I am. You know what I mean? Like there's a very unresourceful resourceful path, but you're obviously totally. a, a responsible, resourceful man. Like you know yeah. the bits that you're really strong at, and you triple down yeah. on that and serve the world with that. But you're yeah, also yeah. okay with going, man. There's parts of me that are just I suck at and I'm not going to try and pretend to be someone. I'm not going to try to be, be pretending yeah. to be really good at this if I'm not. Like all of us, everyone listening, would, part of them would be like, shit, yeah, another person that's okay with it, that means I can get a little bit better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay to be me now. But why is everyone terrified to make the first move? Why is, Why is everyone afraid to go, you know what?
1: I think this is Steve, stuff I really, that I love,
0: man. Like I think it goes back to the pursuit of love. This is what I really love and this is what I don't love and I'm okay with mm, both yeah. of that. Yeah. Why, yeah, why are stable. we so afraid to say that? Why are
1: we so afraid to go out on a limb like that? It's a really good question, man. That's a really, really good question. Like it, it's what well, I think and I probably can speak for a lot of people here is it's all I could do was the thing I loved. I actually couldn't function as a human being if I was doing something that I didn't enjoy. I can't lie; like it's written all over my face, hmm. all over my face. Um, when I was at the previous company I was in, it, they were like, "We would go to meetings, and oh, this is <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny story." <laughs> we had this, we had this client, and um, she was in a similar industry. She had a, quite a quite a big business, but she was really suffering. Um, she kind of built herself into the business a bit too much, and and she was really in this kind of like "woe is me" kind of kind of attitude, and like she had no reason to be there. She had so much going for her, and the meeting got so dry, bland, and heavy that I just I just did this audibly in front of everyone. I just went, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Like <laughs> I'm so and then like what? And they they said, "Well, what's wrong?" I'm like, "I'm just not interested in any of this. Like, what are we doing?" And everyone's like, oh, oh, what do you mean? And it's clearly offensive. It's clearly out of line. But I can't not do that. It would have been, it's mm. damaging to my body if I hold that in. I was just like, oh, God. Like someone <laughs> do something interesting.
2: <laughs> and I think people just got used to me being like that. Yeah. Um, becomes, I reckon it becomes a style. Like it's actually valuable.
0: I yeah, in some valuable. weird way,
2: yeah. This yeah. is what. the...
0: Like, I love it when Joe Rogan ever talks about, like, you know, he's calling himself the new jester of Spotify, but the fact that throughout history – a jester-like character was always yeah. so valuable in the community because they were the oh, only man. person who was allowed to tell the truth without uh-huh. getting murdered for it, you know? Yeah. And so if the king was fat, it'd be like, the king's fat. And then everyone be like, ha, 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 yeah, we're all thinking it, but you're the only totally. person who could say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's
1: exa- yeah, that's exactly right. The jester is the only one that lives outside the hierarchy.
0: Yeah. So maybe we yeah. need to get more, we need to be a bit more okay with the whole now, t-
1: gesture, look.
0: the gesture part, because it's humorous as heck too. This is the other part that we we forget. Oh, this is my bit that I suck at. Man, I fail to see the hum- the humor in so much stuff, but that is wow. actually who I am. Like when it's the core of who uh, I am, yeah, this wow. is why they call me simps. Like simple imp, when you get him in a party and he's there <laughs> just to have fun and talk truth and just get amongst it, like let the let the facades come down. Yeah. I love it, I love it, but you can't do that in the real world because you get crucified, like yeah, literally. Well, uh, it's ridiculous. Maybe, we need maybe. to stop it. We need to stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop stop, it. stop, stop it. it.
1: Just stop. <laughs> so I um, last, what was it? what are we now, two weekends ago, did an uh, ayahuasca ceremony. Um, you guys know what? Uh, you guys yeah, I've heard of it. How that was, was it? Unreal, unreal. Drug um, it, really hard. Really, really, really hard, but the, you, you throw can, up real bad, and oh no, I had some, a few purges, but not not a lot. There were some people in there that were going for it, absolutely yeah. going for it. And there's an there's a sense of anticipation with those kind of things because it's ceremonial, it's long, it's hard. Um, the shaman does she did a great job of just you know keeping everyone solid because you're in a TP for twelve hours, you know, with the fire wow. in the middle and stuff like that. And there's a lot of chanting and you know things like that. So were you nervous than, going in? Well, this is imagine. this is kind of this is kind of my story. Like, um, I think when people when people constrict, when they feel that human contraction, they really constrict into themselves. There's an area of kind of seriousness to that. And I don't know for whatever reason, I was going into this ceremony and I was giggling and laughing and having a great old time. Like I had a great, great, great time. Uh, And that was kind of the biggest, and obviously the experience is, it's quite full on, um, but the biggest takeaway I had from all of it, all of it was that, man, it's just like a lot of this is fun. A lot of this is heaps and heaps of fun. Mm. Uh, And people have kind of really crazy fears, you know, and that's the fear that keeps them not having fun and being jovial and joyful. But uh, anything that happens, like people, you can handle it. Mm. anything that happens everyone will handle it and you'll be able to handle it Mm. and so to to have that kind of element of of fun come back in a really strong way was was unreal was so unreal so that's awesome so freeing
2: yeah so freeing did you feel quite refreshed since the two weeks
1: yeah or
2: has normality of like oh i've started to not have as much fun again or has it sort of carried on after the ceremony
1: no there's a few things that will never be the
2: same yeah um, cool
1: yeah but it was really kind of interesting every single person in there they had really specific kind of very personal specific messages for them the way mm. they interpret it um i was getting like bombs of fundamental really wide ubiquitous widespread meanings mm. and messages um, you know, like really so deep what, truths
0: is, is that how you yeah would they, fe- they,
1: they felt like that they felt like yep. that um and I think again, going back to what we were thinking about before, like depth can it, depth can it easily fall into the realm of serious, but it's mm. not. That's yeah. what I kind of want to like. I really want to challenge the kind of thinking of that is deep equals serious. Deep equals h- hilarious. Like yes. deep equals mm. equals freedom. Deep equals. Yes. Um, a whole bunch. You're gonna of let Jordan Peterson Jordan. know that for us, mate. Isn't <laughs> yeah, that ter- yeah. like right? Isn't that and that's yeah. that is the sign I think for everyone to go. That guy has so much emotion sitting in him that it's so scary. Like, Locked up. Yeah, and, we, and he got really sick. You know, which sucks. Mm. Um, yeah. But Deep I hope he comes Deep. back.
2: We need JP. We need yeah. JP right now. Like we really I think need he's him back. back. I think he actually is back. back. I think he like released his first thing like a week ago. Cool. On him.
0: And I hope he yeah, just nice. goes a little easier on himself. Like, he was doing mega tours, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Of course, he's going to get unwell. Like, he did like 180 super serious lectures in, like, yeah. I don't know, 47 yeah. minutes. Like, yeah. so We're half the crowd loved him and half the crowd wanted mate. to kill him. You're pretty yeah. old, bro. Like, just and, all yeah. a bit was beef and salt. And, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, all his <laughs> steak. This isn't uh, going to be sustainable, bro. Just chill. It is.
2: <laughs> all of a sudden, he came up to everyone one day. He's like, oh, I think I need to go to hospital. Like, yeah. you know, shit, oh. right? like, like come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think him. I miss th- salad.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, bro. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it,
2: when you yeah, travel, yeah. Around, travel around America, Steve, and all you want is just some vegetables. You oh just my God. want Get some veggies. Same,
1: Get him some Exactly the same when I was in. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I mean, that I'd like to kind of put that in to this, the market that I'm in more, which is, uh, depth is not serious. It's yeah, good. D- del- it's delightful. <laughs> you know, there was um yeah. a moment in that, there's a moment in that ceremony where, and cause whatever, what, for whatever reason, the, the energy that moves through you in an sp- experience like that feels very feminine. They call it the mother spirit and cetera, but it feels very, very feminine. It feels very supporting, very loving, very, um, um, yeah, very, very feminine. But at the same time, if you don't kind of, if you don't kind of take charge of that experience, this feminine energy can get quite chaotic and, feel quite destructive too but there was there was a moment in there where it kind of got this I got this visual of kind of like a Mary Poppins uh kind of like silhouette and she was like curtsying and she said she goes and this is kind of a conversation that all unfolds into one big experience she's like oh by the way I'm man's conscience not consciousness I'm man's conscience and you can go against me if you want but there's a debt to repay and it was just said in this like kind of Mary Poppins-esque way that I was like (laughs) that was hilarious like sure you can you can you know you can go out and go against your better judgment but you'll just have to pay me back later and mm. i'm like if you really sit with that man you could spend years contemplating that like you really yeah could. you really
0: could but but delivered in the mary poppins way it's like it's you delivered get it, through don't Poppins. You? i'm like you know you yeah. don't need to think about this much it's like it's done just you get it right okay. you get yeah, it, it was a, it's yeah, a cosmic yeah. joke that's why i'm yeah, yeah, really
1: yeah. enjoying the a cosmic this whole joke. cosmic joke of like <laughs> the thing whatever created has probably had a fucking ball doing it and we're running around taking it so seriously yeah well it's just Uh, that's
2: that's, yeah
0: humor I I really think it's one of the most critical parts of the human experience and I hope it I hope it never disappears because it's just so much of life is hilarious so much of life yeah it's just the amount of animals like my daughter I love her like Alyssa she's she wants to be a gemologist and a zoologist at the same time. She just loves studying it. So she's yes. always giving me books of like weird animals and stuff like that. And they're flipping hilarious that these <laughs> things exist. <laughs> we just, me and, me and Liz, we're just pissing ourselves laughing, going, look at this thing. Like what does yep. it do? Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, that, you know, some scientists scientist would want to rip that thing to bits and understand every little part. And, uh, you know, you got to see both, I think. And I think that's the... That's where a lot of enjoyment. That's where a lot of fulfillment comes. I think it's it's you the ever blend read the book, of the Little Prince art. Uh, I've watched the movie, the Netflix. Uh, it's on Netflix, isn't it,
2: Matt? I think it is. Have I you think, seen that yeah, cartoon series? It it's like an adult cartoon, not yeah, adult brilliant. cartoon, but like I haven't seen any of it. Ah, uh, the book it's pretty cool. It's brilliant. Yeah, I think
0: there's a there's a there's a uh, animation, like a cartoon animation of it. it. looks looks great.
2: I think I watched half of it. Hey, uh, hey, Matt. Me. Yo, yeah. oh, no. um, did you see? Uh, Binge is coming to uh, is a thing. Like Fox latest like, thing. Have you heard of this? Oh yeah, I get ads for it all the time. <laughs> the Sopranos on demand. Oh, wow, is a happening thing. The Wire. Oh, have you seen anyway, the Wire? That's all I got. <laughs> oh, that's all you got. Have you seen? The yeah, Wire? Was, you, no, none of those like, things. I wanted to wake un- you up a little. None of those things have been <laughs> unavailable before. Oh, right. I yeah. can oh, always go know, on iTunes right. and buy them. Yeah, yeah I know. But <laughs> you yeah, didn't
1: yeah,
0: manifest but, but, it, Darcy. It was yeah, exactly. already there. Exactly You've just found That's it.
1: That's <laughs> true. That's true. So what are you what are you lads what are you lads working on?
0: Oh, what are you guys working on at the moment? We are um, Give me
1: give me the inside of the world. So
0: COVID, the best thing since sliced uh-huh. bread for the business. Um, I reckon it's I literally know. put us probably three or four years ahead, maybe even more, Das, a long time, a lo- like the trajectory is so much further ahead than COVID, right? So before COVID, um, Das had his book of clients, I had my clients. We would, yep. I was traveling like a gazillion hours every week, like I was flying um, all over the place, it was nuts. We're going to go to America, like for a big, big opportunity in Chicago. It was all banging. COVID yep. hit. Stopped everything. My business, like yeah. 85% revenue turn off overnight. I was like, wow. But that freed up Whoa, heaps, wow. of, <laughs> heaps of time, right? And then so Das, same sort of thing. We're like, man, okay, we've just literally massive blessing in disguise. Like boom, chopped off right from the start. So then me and Das were just like, well, so what do we what do we do now? And so, and we were talking to you now around that time. Uh-huh. Got the sales game virtual. Like that was the first probably moment. God, that it was, was like. Maybe we could do this virtually. Mm. Oh, wait till you, oh. we tell you about the updates, bro. It's epic. Oh, um, so, we, we took the sales game and turned it into a virtual platform that you were there for the first one, killed yep. it, it great time. Uh, hacking the Excel dashboard in the background, real hackathon. <laughs> it was great. Um, <laughs> but then we did the game plan daily webinars. So, we did like 33 days in a row of webinars and wow. built a community from scratch and then we turned into game plan weekly. I repurposed the last seven years of my consulting work into the playbook. We've been selling that as a digital product and yeah. then building people into the Champions League, which is like community, all heaps of the great courses. Oh, yeah. Matt's been crushing it. So we've got this like nice little community going now that it's like we just so perp- we purposely said to each other like how do we be the most value-driven, generous company yeah. in the world right now? So we're just giving yeah, away. that shows. Like,
1: that everything. easily shows. Huh?
0: We're just giving really? as much as we can as we can. So yeah, it's been amazing. But then, thanks bro. And then, so yeah, sales game virtual, we've found this platform where we can create our own map with build out all the little rooms. It's like zoom, but you can just double click into a room and see who's already there. And you can like, so it's like a a little virtual world, but then then we're investing in a, um, into an app that will plug into it, which will take care of all the transactions for the chips all oh, of the cool. tax, all of the whole dashboard. And so yeah. it's going to be like, the, and, and leaderboard and everything. So it's fully integrated. So like the experience is going to be insane. Wow. So yeah, we've been just working on he, just heaps of building, like just building stuff. Um, yeah, we've got unreal. a new team member, Will. Will's jumped on board and he's like our community manager. who's like an old winner of the sales game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry to sorry cool. to our podcast listeners. Most of this probably wouldn't make sense to you, but we're just having a chat with Nat. Mm-hmm. So. No, it's like it's good.
1: It, well, I mean, right at your question at the start, Steve, which is, you know, feeling that sort of compressed time. Now I know why. <laughs> you know, that's all yeah. right.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been a heap of building. But it's been a lot of fun. Like that's that's been the cool part as well. Cause when you're in a place of where we can be generous and we can give you we're not even going in with an expected return. So it just means you can yes. have fun. You know, you can have fun with exactly. the process then.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. We can talk
0: about stuff that we want to talk about because we're like, you know,
1: there's man, you know that's all I did. That's all I did since November last year was I just spoke about what I find really life shatteringly interesting and fun. Yes. All that's mm. all I've done. Literally all I've a, done. You've
0: built a great business
1: out of it. Yeah, God knows how. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think there's a
0: clue there. Like we're we're starting right? to sense it. We're starting to sense it as well. Like, yeah, here's the crazy. Yeah, my initial thing.
1: thoughts. Go, yeah, <laughs> go for
0: it, soon. So here's the crazy part, right? So, um, my accountant, Power Tynan, shout shout out to Brad. Um, he gave me the heads up real quick for this, like Queensland government grant, which was mm. for like investing into digital into your business, like for COVID stuff. Up to ten grand, and I was just like, we would, we were we had already committed to building the technology, the app for the sales game virtual, and so we're like, bang! So I just felt like, all right, let's apply for yeah. this thing. So I jumped in real quick, punched in all the details, put together all the stuff that they needed, and then bang, we got we got the approval. So like, That's so that unreal. pays for probably half of the full development. We're probably gonna have to invest 25 k for the to get the tech uh-huh. fully up to scratch, but. It's just all falling into place. And I was yeah. talking to my wife, Anna, last night. I'm like, babe, none of this would have happened unless COVID hit. <laughs> I promise you, none of this would have happened. Playbook, none of it playbook would have needed to happen. Playbook wouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Community wouldn't have been formed. Webinars wouldn't have happened. Virtual wouldn't even be in a thought. The whole, like, none of it. Uh. Will wouldn't have been it. Like, all of this beautiful stuff has happened through this oh,
1: actually this might be fun for the the listeners i was in I had the pleasure of convening with these lads which was basically hey there's this really crazy thing happening let's all jump on a call and brainstorm and i remember i can't remember which one of you said it but someone said no we can't take the sales game virtual and then the other person goes wait why not
0: yeah that's and what then,
1: i said <laughs> and then we were like yeah actually why not and then within Thirty seconds. seems like bah, 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 we had the idea for it. Yeah,
2: yeah, and it was on like Donkey Kong. It was really, really yeah. cool. Yeah, mm. that was. Yeah, it's amazing what you what is like you said before, Nat. Like you'll handle it, no matter. It's amazing what humans do when their backs are yeah, up against the wall.
1: It. Yep, yep, for sure. Like you, and, and then just the you don't really know how many resources you've got available to you, internal resources, mm. I mean, until mm. you really understand how much stress you can handle
2: Mm. like
1: because think about it like this right your body has been evolved through years and god hundreds thousands of years your body has evolved to get to this point right now your psyche has done the exact same thing by the Mm. way exactly your psyche goes all the way back through time all the way and well you don't think that's not full of incredible resources sitting there (laughs) but if you're always Mm. focused outward if you're always focused outward On the world around you, you feel like you're empty. You feel like you don't have any resources. But if you can sit, and oh man, it like if you sit, weird, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, anyone listening to this, there's something you probably want to do. Um, and if there's if there's something you want to do, that means someone has already done it. Because how do you know what you want to do? (laughs) So someone has already done it. Therefore, that that model sits in the world somewhere and you can you can you can access it and, it, and it, even on a non really crazy level if you ask a question the only re, the only reason you can ask a question is cuz part of you already knows the answer otherwise you can't formulate the question hmm so we have access to a whole bunch of resources that we don't know and you'll normally only find them in a huge amounts of stress
2: mhm interesting uh-huh. Hence
0: why people, people pray when they're, when they're in, you, when it's mate, in the heights. You've got it. You've I got need it. to tap yep. into something higher here. You know uh-huh. what I mean?
1: Yep, exactly.
0: But even exactly. that goes back to your nature point as well because I love this bit. I was listening to Diff talk on JT's podcast, um, the Art of Inquiry. I still need to listen to that. Sorry, JT. Get, get, still get in it's there's some ripping episodes. Yeah. Art of Inquiry. Shout out to JT. Great great podcast, he was interviewing Diff and he was talking about um, sci-fi, fantasy, you know, and that you get these authors and these people that tap into this whole other worlds where, you know, there's cats with giraffe, you know, giraffe-like yeah, yeah. features and flying cows and, you know, these fantastical worlds and whole wow. different ecosystems. And Diff made this comment. And he's like, yeah, but people don't realize that's out your window right now when you really start to tap into nature and you start to look at how it all works, uh-huh. it is alien. Oh my God. It is yep. alien. And even that can be used, like we start, I've been doing a lot of study of, you know, Dr. Deming and uh, Buckminster Fuller and they often refer to nature as explanations because it's a different life force, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's another example of life that you can tap into for metaphor and meaning and pointing to different things. like Like you're saying, whole different resources out there. Completely it's an, it's different as an unseen world. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yep. and it's free.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's free.
1: It's so free. Yeah. Well, if anyone sit, you know, it doesn't take long. You sit. If you sit, you will see uh, and close your eyes and kind of direct your attention in. You will see moving images and fantasies and uh, your whole different worlds, and they're not random. It's the fact that every single person can do that means in a weird way, it's kind of factual. It has its own version of facts. Um, for example, uh, this is, this is again, not me. This was a client insight. A Client insight said, we were talking about dreams. Because um, dreams, you can kind of sum dreams up as the earliest form of thought. They're kind of unorganized early forms of thought, um, mm. really random, chaotic, kind of archetypal in nature. Mm. Uh, and, you know, when have you really ever had a dream where, you're doing something normal. You know, I've had a dream that one day I went to the fridge and made a sandwich and then ate the sandwich and then I woke up. No, you're always doing something dark or weird or mm, or, yeah, or taboo. Yeah. Super right? random. Yeah, yeah, right. You're never doing something normal. So this is again a client and so he turns around and goes, "I feel like dreams are probably the most real, true part of me." And like, man, mm. you are on. You are, you are onto something there you are really onto something there
2: because yes. they're never,
1: they're never n- normal, right? So they have, a, they have a version of truth that's really true. It's just not literal, it's
2: symbolic. So you're saying I could manifest something as long as it's in my dreams. <laughs> 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 got it, got it. I think I, I, got, think I get it, what good. you're saying. Sweet. Yeah, All yeah. right, yeah, got yeah. It. <laughs> <it>. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts, Steve.
0: I... I'm curious about something. Nat, how do you just get up and do the normal, boring, mundane now, though? Like, you still have bills to pay. How do you live through Tuesdays? Yeah, like, like (laughs) we still have bills to pay. We Like, this has been great. I love it. I love getting lost Mm -hmm. in these worlds. But the fun part is then you go, okay, we take off our headphones and we now get back into the making of money and the – sweeping of dust and the mowing of lawns and the yeah totally so how do you how do you organize all of that do you separate those like i'd love to leave on those final thoughts yeah now transcend back into the normal world so to speak yeah
1: i I want to encourage really really encourage people to um to not go back (laughs) Mm. you know there's no reason why you can't there's no reason why you can't mow a lawn and contemplate the grass or the the machinery Mm. or not or you know uh contemplate mastery while you're doing that and go how do i make this lawn the best thing i've ever done Mm -hmm. um a a contemplative life is a really really for me for me i've lived a really contemplative life and i think i I, I bring i think i just i don't know what why but i just bring contemplation to basically everything i'm doing and um Mm. So, yeah, I, for me, they don't feel separate. It feels like one continuous stream of, of things because I don't I really feel that. like I'm – yeah, I don't really feel like I'm doing anything new. I feel like I'm just seeing what's already there available for everyone. Like, really that's, is available for everyone.
0: That's that's super helpful to me, bro, because um, I think I sometimes fall into that where I'm like I love getting lost in these worlds. This is when I feel yeah. most alive. Like when uh-huh. people when people talk to me, my idea of heaven – it's like hanging out with people that I love, yeah. talking about stuff. Like yeah, that's yeah, – I love yeah, yeah, it. it. I almost love it more than anything else.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if there's like a golf
0: club in the hand and a bit of competition, oh, maybe, a, maybe a beer and a meal at the end maybe too. It, like yeah, That's, that's it. probably yeah. – that's pretty close to heaven, right? Um, but I think then, okay, now I have to go back to real life. But uh-huh. maybe you don't have to. That's what maybe you're you kind of suggesting. To. Maybe you don't yep. have to go back. Maybe you just yep. then – like you said, contemplate as you do the normal. As you go yeah. back through, it doesn't have to be a, a turn on, turn off experience. What,
1: what you've just just said really well, Steve. Is I think what a lot of people do is they feel they they you know they'll feel the self contraction, right? Mm. You'll mm. you'll close down the call and you'll feel the self come back. It'll lock mm. in and go, oh well, you know that was fun, but you got to go back and do those other things now. Mm. Um, and that self contraction stops the development. That I'm trying to be more human than what I actually am. Why do we get so much pleasure out of talking about this stuff? Why mm-hmm. do we get so much? Joe, why has it been two hours and it feels like two minutes? Yeah, like You don't, and it's not a small thing. There's something to that. Mm-hmm. Why would you ever leave it? Well, because there's a rule that says we have to go back and do something else. I'm not buying that for a second. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not buying. I'm also not buying the self contraction after and going. You know, well, no. Now I've got to be this. Relative thing that's got to live for a few years and do that. I'm I'm not buying that for a second at all. Does that okay. bit of encourage
2: or link to escapism?
1: Um. Well, I think when you look at it that way, it's like you got to look at the again the self as not just you, but the way you exchange with your environment. So if you're if you're hurting people, if you're not looking after your responsibilities, you know, if you're if you've got if you're avoiding things. Then, yeah, you know, then then you you're only if you're only arresting your development with the things you're not you're not approaching in the real world anyway. Um, so that's the kind of like go back to go forward kind of thing. Um, but you you'll get that kind of ping pong. It'll feel really heightened when you're doing something you love, and you'll feel the dread of the self contraction come back when you need to go. You know, do whatever you need to do. Um, mm. But yeah, you, you don't. That doesn't. That self contraction is the thing which is kind of like go for um, a
0: I don't think we tap into that resentment enough and what i mean by that is resourcefully tapping tapping into that resentment uh-huh. i think like there's there's a whole part of life which is suffering like that just seems to be a clear through line as in like you can define suffering in in a number of ways, but you just, you're essentially, you're up against limitations from the moment you start to the moment you end. Like that's a form of suffering. There's resistance in everything you do all of the time and it's always there. Like gravity is an example of this. Like there's something holding you down and forcing you all the time, right? So life is suffering. But the other thing is with the whole like, escapism thing where you try and like disappear from life, but maybe, maybe you don't Mm -hmm. losing my thoughts as I'm going here, but it will come back. Why is it then that there seems to be a practical nature to being just a real life person as well? Like there's part of me that's scared to go all in because there's sometimes that I don't need to be super like connected. I just need to put the trash in the bin. Like, and that's what I need to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like sometimes I ruin myself from going too far. So why am I scared to go all in?
1: Okay, so there is <clears throat> <there's> a <laughs> there is a, there's a real there is a real fear in a lot of people um, of go, going mad. You know, when you get right down to the bottom of it, scared of a few things: scared of dying, scared of being alone, scared of going mad. Uh, and this is what they've been. This is what the sages have been saying forever, 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 forever. Uh, is limitation steve limitation Mm. is the point
2: Mm. that is the
1: point think about this darcy is not darcy because he's amazing at certain things darcy is darcy because of his specific set of limitations if darcy Mm. wasn't limited in the way he is he wouldn't be Darcy. Mm. your partner your loved ones the reason why we love them is because of their limitation if you take away their limitations they're not them anymore hmm Right, so people trying to people try to define people's borders by their good traits and qualities. Incorrect. Define them mm. by their limitation. That's why you love them. That's why you are who you are. That's why that's why we're here is to be limited. If we weren't limited, then we, nothing would exist. <laughs> mm. So that whole taking out the trash thing is when you go far enough, you chase the rabbit all the way down the hole, and you end up right back here. Mm-hmm. And you go, ha ha! The cosmic joke wins again. Yes. It's right here. It's right here. I don't need to do anything or say anything or be anything. I don't need to contemplate my life away. The spirit in action everywhere I look. The creation of the cup is spirit in action. Our conversation is spirit in action. And it all unfolds into one and you go, aha, right. I'm I'm here. I didn't have to go anywhere and I'm here. Same yep. as the, it's exactly the same as the concept of the Big Bang. The Big Bang existed outside of time, so you can't trace history to find it because it's existed outside of time. Mm-hmm. So if you, tra- if you chase that all the way back to find the Big Bang, you realize that it's right here. You chase it all the mm-hmm. way back to now. Mm-hmm. And that's what people are scared of. People are scared of losing that. You're like, you won't. It'll just deepen and enliven, and you'll, every second will be it.
0: So good. <laughs> I love that. I think that's the perfect, perfect point to wrap up yep. this particular episode. I know there's going to be many more. Uh, really appreciate you coming on again, bro. It's always a good Pleasure. good time just hanging out and chatting with you. Um, so good. So good. Um, Thank you, man. Where can, this is a treat. Where can people oh, find um, – are you taking on any clients at the moment? Are you booked right out? Where can people find out more about um, if they're, they're kind of gelling with what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, uh, best – Best way to just email directly, nathaniel at outliers.consulting. Um, website's probably about two weeks, three weeks away. It's just, awesome. A, you know, it's got some nice stuff and it's got some videos and some other things in there. It's um, my, my, my book will be coming out probably in about a month. Um, oh, just been sick. Edited. Yeah, it's um, a bunch of fun. It's not anything too crazy. It's just uh, It's just some client stories and personal stories of transformation. So I didn't want to do some like crazy, crazy kind of thing. I just wanted to make something nice and readable. Eight awesome, chapters, bro. eight themes, all about transformation. And it's kind of got a bit of a unique spin on it. So they're not typical transformative kind of av- avenues. Awesome. Um, awesome. awesome. What's so, the name of the yeah. book?
0: Have you got
2: a title Have You
1: got a title yet? Yeah, it's called Phoenix.
2: Phoenix. Phoenix. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. If if people are interested in that, um, yeah. send us an email and we'll, and we'll pass their name straight on to you to get them a book Easy, if you'd like done. and get yeah, that organized. Yeah, yeah, send us an email if people are interested in that for sure. All Love good. it. You ripper. Thank you, Nat. No, no, all good.
1: That was fun. Let's do it yeah, again soon. Hu- that human contraction, I've got to go to the dentist in 10 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Humors win again. Ex- exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have fun, mate. See you later. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.